The following pendant production contains Yo 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 peeps, how we doing? This is Chris Britton. Man, it's been a long time. Uh writer, director, the line, etc. You've been here before. And with me as always is M Zero Garcia. There you are. Hello. Hello. How you doing? What's with the yo yo yo? I don't know. Are we going that way now? Uh, it, it felt it felt uh, it felt the way to go today. Yeah, I don't know okay. why. Um, I'm I'm alright with that. Yeah, excellent, awesome. I'm married now. I can do what the fuck I like. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Hello, line listeners. And your marriage is why we're recording this a little tardy. And my work situation is why we're recording this a little tardy. But it just means it's an aged. We've had time to ruminate a little over it. Indeed, indeed, we have ruminated. Love it. We've even ruminated more. like you wouldn't believe. Roomy, roomy, roomy. <laughs> Moo. Episode seven. Cito. Can you believe it? I um, yeah, I can believe it. Yeah, it's all right. Episode seven. When we're at episode, you know, eight, I might not believe it, but episode seven, I can believe. Okay. Episode 7 is a bit of a weird one because it's so different from the original, original, original version. Yes, yeah. Um, which was like pretty much a standard. Um, Steph was playing basketball because she decided to use her powers for sports. A uh, bit of a rip-off of what Clark does when he discovers he has superpowers um, uh, as Superman with American football. Um, and um, then she gets sick, and then she gets taken to hospital, and then they discover that it was all because there was something being slipped in the booze in the town. So lots of people were getting this high fever because they were drinking the booze. Which was fine, I think. It was It was just, it was rough. Because I, I ended up doing like five solid days of research on different kinds of bacterium that could and couldn't live through the process of distillation and couldn't live through the process of fermentation. And it it, it was, I I wanted to make sure that it was right, that we just didn't make up shit because I hate when science gets made up and there's, it's not good. So not that it wasn't good. It's just, I wanted it to be like really good. No, it's all right. It wasn't good. That's okay. (laughs) It's fine. Also at that point, uh, we hadn't really solidified the character of Amy Jones. So it was just random doctor person. Um, and then I think, um, as we discussed way back in the episode two commentary, um, we felt that uh, um, Marley and Pete and uh, Kim had given a rather poignant take on the conversation of what had happened while Steph was in a coma and how there'd been a bit of a fight whether they should just pull the plug. You know, she's got no brain activity and that Kim, Amy, uh, had been uh, very much for that. And so then I began to think, well, why she, she, was she so keen? And then I came up but, uh, through discussions with your good self um, with this idea that she was actually working for the church at this point in time, under the illusion that Steph was in fact uh, possessed by evil and that Amy herself was destined to be God's warrior. Uh, which I kind of think is kind of sad for Amy. We do rather fuck her over. We do, but there's all, you know, in the in the recipe that is a story, sometimes... And, you know, in life, there's always the one person who gets fucked over. Someone's got to get fucked over, and Amy definitely does in this episode. So then, so then, 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 we started playing around with how we could do this, and then it just became a very much, so we cut out the whole 
playing uh, basketball and we cut out the uh, the alcohol and then we just had it that was a targeted attack on Steph, but which had been trialled with other persons in the hospital to make sure that the uh, this uh, very extreme and totally unrealistic, I might add, uh, version of serotonin syndrome, which does exist, um, would, uh, would hurt her in this way. Um, and then... And I think this was totally my idea, and I'm still not sure if I don't totally regret it. I thought, why not do a real-time episode? I liked it. I thought it was good. I mean, it made sense. It was, wasn't that you were just like, random, done. It, it's, it's something that happens quickly. It's something that needed to be taken care of quickly. And I think it's, it's, a, it's different than what we've done before. It's de- so I liked yeah, it. It definitely is different. I mean, yeah, the first the first few episodes are very much uh, setting the scene. The episodes five and six are her first mission, and this one, I th- I almost wish we'd had a couple more mission episodes before this episode. Not impossible mission episodes, but I almost wish we just had a few more like standard, you know, demon comes, tries to hurt people, Steph fights it, but. Well, we do. We we have. But it's just, you know, spread out so it's not just Steph. Yes. Or you're looking for something that's Steph specific. Yeah. Oh, no. And I, you know, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't regret, I don't dislike this episode. I like it a lot um, in terms of what I think we tried to do with it. And I think mainly it is brought to absolute life by fantastic performances from uh, mm. Kim Giannopoulos, from Cat Pride and from yourself, who pretty much, I mean, you guys pretty much rule this episode from beginning to end. Um, uh, Xander has got a few lines in there um, as Joe, but it was pretty much these three uh, women that carried the episode from beginning to end. Um, so I really like from that point. I'm just, I just don't know if, if from an audience perspective, if maybe we could have had a couple more demon episodes, but we didn't. And there's also, I've also kind of got it. There's, there's a good month between most of the episodes. So it's mm-hmm. where the other stuff has happened in the meantime mm-hmm. that we just haven't seen. Um, but the real-time thing, I think the hardest thing to do from my perspective was the fact that I didn't use, want to use any music other than the opening song uh, by Josh Woodward, um, mm-hmm. which then becomes the closing song as well. I just wanted that to be the one piece, and I wanted it to be very much were there, almost on a steady cam. You know, following right. them around um, in almost one long shot. You know, but from right? An no, and I, I like that because it's like because there'll be medical sh- like on Grey's Anatomy or other medical shows are available. You'll have those one those you know real timey kind of episodes where things are all happening at the same time and there's music and it builds, but. In real life, there isn't just no soundtrack. The line. I, I like that we didn't go that way. I like that it's just Living about the prayer. what's going on, and not that you know the music isn't important. I I think music really does add because it's one of like music is just like sound effects are, the, are just extra characters in the show. Yes. But I like that we it was just the words. It was just silent. You know, it's just about the action. It's just about the people. Because it, it really is what the scene's about. It's it's about everyone's so focused. Like this, Steph could die, and she is their savior. And you know, I, I think that's where we kept the focus on the people. And I, I, I think it was an excellent decision. Well, I, I'm glad. I hope. And it, I'm not just wanking you off. No, no, that's all right. <laughs> okay. 
Um, no, I, I hope that because the other of... script was shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and and once once it's been developed, I also brought in um, another baddie character in the form of Sister Agnes. Uh, played by the wonderful Mindy Rast, um, who I, I just absolutely adore. Um, and I think her scene with Amy, especially towards the end of the episode, we'll get to in a little bit, I think it's just so creepy, the two of them. Um, I think um, Mindy just uh, exudes this chaste sexiness. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Mindy, chaste sexiness. Awesome. One thing I want to kind of point out is for people who have been watching Caprica, and there's kind of that, you know, mother, there's the sister, and then I can't remember the characters, but there's kind of a same little pairing up. We wrote it first. <laughs> Caprica found it and took it away. Yeah, that, so, we'll stick to Caprica. that story. We'll stick to that. Thanks, no, fuck Caprica. We, I mean, this was written months ago. Was, months it, and months it, and months this ago. Was written, it was at least written before I had actually seen the first ten episodes of Caprica. So um, it was, and it yeah. was, it was the episode that just was aired like a couple, like in the last couple of weeks. So fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly. Fuck them right in the ear. We were there first. <laughs> Same with that stupid... Never mind, I'm not going there. No, definitely not. <laughs> but other rants are available. Of course, always. Always available. Um, oh, who is that ridiculous accent? It's you and it's lovely. Ooh, siren. Don't know where I got that siren from. I'm pretty sure it's from something sci-fi, but um, it kind of works. It sounds so, very sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And now we have Magic Hospital where they have lot doors that can lock, and they just chose a room. But okay, in my head, land of this episode, Amy has specifically chosen a room that could be sealed, so no one could come and interfere with her euthanization of Steph. Right. Well, if, when you have to deal with infectious diseases, you do have to go into specific rooms. Yes. Yeah. And so, but it's just yeah. There is support for what, because a lot of hospitals do have that lockdown feature. Yeah, at least in one. We had that conversation. We did have that conversation. We did. We tried to make this realistic. As I pointed out, the, you know, the whole illness is a wildly exaggerated version of what actually exists. You know, it doesn't give you a fever that kills you within 45 minutes. Um, yeah, but you so. never know, because every once in a while there's some sort of, uh, you know, random genetic uh, combination of, of a particular germ, a particular disease that will tend to go a little apeshit. Yeah, so, this is true. I mean, from a non, from, you know, the doctor's point, or from the nurse's point of view, this girl's got, like, some strange version of, you know, this bizarro lurgy serotonin thing. I can't think right now. Um, but Amy Jones kind of knows what's going on, and Sahi definitely kind of, like, they start to figure it out. They do. Um, I just got to say, I just really like that little bit between Sahi and Kitty, where Kitty's like, you know fucking hell, do something, tell me what the fuck's going on. And Amy's like, no, I need to do my job, for fuck's sakes. And then Kitty goes, okay, go and do your job. <laughs> As always with these episodes, I mean, you can write the words, you can write whatever the fuck you like, but it, 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 it does come down to the actors to be able to put the emotion into them to make it feel real. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, and I was so you know, if I'm gonna highlight anyone in this, it is Kim for her performance as Amy. Partially because it's a fantastic performance, also because there were so many fucking lines. 
I don't know, and she mm-hmm. got the scriptures like, oh my god, because she <laughs> she is the episode follows her from beginning to end. She has the first line, she has okay the second to last line. I give Bishop Francis the last line, but you know she is there in every single bit because it's only one long scene. Mm-hmm. Um, We'd gone to to brunch with her when David was here, and she, that was exactly her reaction. Oh my god! This would be David Alt, yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, lovely David Alt. He was one of my groomsmen at my wedding. Aww. I know. People who listen to us who don't know who David Alt is, just go to the Pendant website. You know, he's in like well, fucking everything. People um, who listen to this and don't know who David Alt is, that's like okay. So all four of you. <laughs> and there are no other David Alts available. It is just the David Alt, yeah, the real David. We need to get David. We need we need to get David in the show at some point. Okay. We do. Yeah. As my love interest. Uh, no. Um, anyway. No, I'm no fun, am I? Uh, Sue. Yes. I've tried to cram in a few geeky things in here. Um, there's little references to certain numbers and dates and things. If you want to have a listen to them, I'm not going to tell you what they are. Because that spoils the fun. But um, if you go back and have a listen, there's, 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 there's a few nerdy references to a few things. Um... I think we're getting up to the bit where uh, where Xander does a great bit about Joe having to pour ice on Steph's boobs. (laughs) Which is a bit of a nerdy line. But it... Those are boobs. Yeah. Oh, poor Joe. Poor innocent little Joe. He's a bit of a walking cliche, isn't he? He he's a boy. He he is. He is definitely a boy. I don't think it's going to be long, damn it. But a boy who gets along very well with other women. Gabriel said I think he's not scared of other women. Gabriel. No, it's just I I just love the line. Wow. Oh, okay. Steph Steph's boobs. Such a boy. Tanya reads this line so wonderfully. And Tanya had so few lines in this at all, whereas normally she carries the brunt of most episodes, but in this thing she only had six or seven lines. But this one, um, I, I, it came across, it came across almost creepy, and it kind of made me wish I, I, I want to put Steph into like fever-induced trances more often, <laughs> just to get a bit more creep out of it. Well, what it is, the volume of lines are minimal, but the Volume of acting is like just so unbe- it's fan- it's quadruple it's fantastic. <laughs> she really she carried it so well and she delivered it like she delivered like dominoes. It was awesome. Absolutely. No, no, they have dominoes in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have dominoes. Okay. And Pizza Hut. And Do you know there are other countries? Pizza Express. I know there are other countries. Do you? Is <laughs> Canada? Um, is England? Hey. There we go. Use the normal blood here as the control. The lab will have Steph's results back to us soon. And Hold then... on. You're just carrying around these files, samples of blood. Yeah, Sahi begins to begins to start to things that things don't add up completely. Wait a minute. <laughs> Although what doesn't happen in this episode, uh, and I'm not saying whether or not it happens in the future, but at no point do they actually suspect Amy of. Um, of like actually doing things on purpose. Mm. You know, they are a bit sort of like, oh my god, how the fact did you miss the fact that you know everyone else who's died in the hospital has? Mm. Be, it was on antidepressants as well. 
um, you know, particularly uh, ser ser serotonin um, inducers. But um, yeah, they don't they they don't they don't really figure out exactly how involved she was. But of course, it's much more fun to leave it nice and open at the end. Well, I like it that way because I don't like it when everything's spilled out. You know, hi, I'm Dr. Amy Jones, who knows a lot of things and is secretly working for someone else. I'm trying to save the person that I really want to kill. Yeah. It, you know, it, then that's when nurse exposition comes in, and I, I, I like it. I, I don't know. I appreciate when there's that hint of wait a minute, what? And I have to go back and I listen and I go, oh, it's a nice. It's like a baby Easter egg. It is a baby Easter egg. <laughs> Baby ostrich Easter egg. Dead. Ooh. All of them? Very quickly, too. Good one, Kate. Good one, Kat. It's just... Kat's awesome. Kat is awesome. We have a great... Sorry, I started listening. It's all right. We have a great cast. We have a, we have a good cast. Of course, we were It took me, God almighty, yeah, because of course it's all set in this one room, so I was trying to find a balance between one side of the room and the other. Obviously, the mm -hmm. action's always with Amy, so wherever she is, anyone else speaking to her has to come from a different side. So, like, Joe shouts to her and stuff, and, and that, like, all comes from the uh, comes from the right, and then she walks across to the right to, to to sort that out with Joe, and then comes back and stuff, so that took a bit of working out. I'm not I'm not 100% happy with my effects work in this episode, I've got to be honest. Um, it's, uh, I think it's still a little rough and ready, but again, I'm I'm really not used to doing something where I've got so little background bed. Because it's a hospital mm. room, how much noise is there going to be in there? You know, I think it's a very faint fan, and you've got the beeping, um, the beeping stats monitor. But, the, but there's nothing else in there, and no music. So I, I, I genuinely, I found that very hard to work with. I've never done that before for a whole episode. And I agree with what you say. I think there isn't a soundtrack to life, and I think it was the right decision to make for this episode. It was a bit of an experiment. I don't know if I'd do it again. Gotcha. I don't know when? if I'd come back and do that and think, oh, let's do another one of them. I found this very hard. I I really enjoyed this. It really felt like an old timey radio play, and like it just because it was all one. It it was one long dolly shot. Mm. But the one thing that that it, that I the one sound effect that I, I I realized about two weeks after we released it, there we do we have any footsteps? There are footsteps in there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They're quite faint because I didn't okay. want them totally demanding over the shot. Well, like, oh, you know, because we're listening to like we're listening to the our master, so I can kind of hear them here, and I've been listening to the release, which is on the pod. So never mind. It's all right. Sorry. It's all right. I, I keep forgetting to listen to it this way. Huh. And here we have a little small little cameo from Pete Milan. Pete! Uh, through, through a glass door. So, sorry. Peter, Peter, Peter. Sorry, Pete. Felt a bit bad that I didn't have Marley in here as well, really. She was at church praying. Well, no, she is technically there. No, she, it's, she is there with him. Um, he, she's supposed to be there with him, but she's, she's all being silent. I'm, I'm sort of playing off the whole, you know, with the... Going back to a much more old, well, in some cases a much more older style of Christianity, where sort of the man spoke for the woman. And she calls her husband father. Uh, don't know, don't know that kind of old timey That's way. Interesting. And he... I don't know. We haven't really gone there yet, so whether we go, we go there in the future, I don't know. But yeah, it, it's a bit, 
it, it, yes, there's very much a patriarchal dominance thing going on where he speaks and she mm. kind of stands one step behind him with her head bowed. Right. Uh, will that last? You'll have to wait and see. Can we send someone down to chase them? Do they know how urgent this is? I'm going to totally admit that when it was my turn to, to work on this script, I cut out as many of my lines as possible and you got mad. I did. I'm sorry, that's not how it works. I know, I just... You can't self it's just such a, Well, no, it's not for my own personal good. I just... Sahi annoys the fuck out of me. Huh? And it's and it's my own fault, because I, you know, I, I know how you want her played, and we talked about it, and I try to deliver it, and I'm annoyed by her. Sometimes I just want to shake her and go, lighten the fuck up. But I know why she does it lighten up, so... So... <laughs> Is that bad that I'm annoyed by my own performance? Um, no, I mean, a self-criticism is, is rarely a bad thing, I think. I think you're being a little over-harsh on yourself. I think, yeah, the, well, the character's quite closed off. And there are reasons for that, and we will get there. Um, eventually. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apologize to to everyone then and just say, you know, I'm sorry, I'm an, the, I'm but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think she's much more of an asshole than Kitty or or oh, Steph can be or D. Yeah, but Kitty's Kitty's like a hardcore, no awesome asshole. <laughs> she knows her shit. She's and it's it's very Cat because Cat is a hard, well, Cat's not an asshole. Cat is just a hardcore. Careful what you careful what you say here about the lovely Miss Pride. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is that she just she she. There's a lot of Kitty. There's a lot of cat and Kitty with that hardcore "don't fuck with me" kind of, you know, strong woman, and I I I appreciate that. I think it's awesome. Sorry. So no, cat, you're not an asshole. I am because I I've made a really cranky character, and I'm talking about myself. So let me just talk about the other folks. Um, <laughs> I, I had coffee with Kim Giannopoulos uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Name dropping. Yeah. You should have a name dropping sound effect. It's a drinking party. Right, go on. Name, name drop away. So when I stopped with Kim Giannopoulos and David Alt, <laughs> she it's just, it's so amazing. It's funny to, to like have a chit chat with Kim. And then when I listen to Amy Jones, it's a Kim is lovely and sweet and Amy Jones. I just want to just it's another one with Shaker and like you're mean and just calculated and I don't like you, <laughs> which is exactly how she's written. So it's spot on. Bake you from the inside, but I can damn well show you that these other patients suffered from depression as well. They certainly did. So there you go. You're, you're smart. You're a smarty. Other smart people are available. <laughs> not, not like you. <laughs> not like Sahi. No, not like Sahi. Absolutely not. So, so yeah, where are we? Episode seven. So we we are getting we're getting up to the end of what is now the first arc. Yeah, actually, we should talk about where the show's going. Give give the listeners a bit of context of what's going to be happening. Um, right. Well, as soon as the spaceship comes down and everyone's midi chlorian counts are... Oh, wait. Sorry. Wrong one. Wrong show. Yes. No. Um, also, I'm not going to spoil you for anything, but um, we've just made a few decisions over the past couple of months, changing a little bit about where it's going. Because originally, arc one 
was 20 episodes long. Yes, yeah, I know. Um, I then split that into two halves of arc one, with ten episodes each, and we'd have a month break in between, so that you kind of get season one and season two, which would stretch over arc one. But I've actually decided the natural break point at the end of episode ten, there is a natural break point, you'll, you'll get there. So the second ten episodes will now be arc two. So at this point we are, you know, we're getting into three episodes away from the end of the first arc. Um... And um, there is a there's a couple of little foreshadowing parts in this, which I think build up to what happens at the end of uh, uh, in episode eight, nine, and ten. Very cliffhangery. Um, so yeah, so that, I mean, it's, it's pretty inconsequential. Who cares? Like, what the fuck are you telling us, this, Chris? We don't we don't give a shit at all. But um, but I just you know I like to be honest about where we come from. Things do change. The, the nice thing about writing a show like this. Um, with a bit of leeway, you know, we've got quite a few months between writing the episodes and actually getting them cast, then directing them, then they're actually going out. So we've got a bit of time to make a few changes here and there, if it feels necessary. Don't forget that you wrote all of this about two years ago, and two years and 820 pages. That page count goes up every time we talk about it. I know, I'm just inflating it, because it was massive. Yeah, it wasn't 820. It fit in a three-inch, three-ring binder. That's a lot of paper. That is quite a lot of paper. Double printed on both sides. Uh, that is a lot of paper. Really? It filled it? I don't believe you. Well, maybe two and a half inches. Oh, right. It was about a ream of paper. Two and a half inches. Maybe two inches. Dear me. I don't know if... You've got a male like measurement a... system going on there. A which? A male measurement system. Well, you know... I've been told that this is six inches. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I know mine isn't. <laughs> but other slanderous male chauvinist bullshit is available. <laughs> we're not even drinking. I know, seriously. It's like, it's, it's three o'clock in the fucking afternoon and we're just sort of like, oh, well, it's not for you. What time is it for you? It's like no. ten in the morning. It's ten in the morning. I'm calling you from the past. You are calling me from five hours in the past. This is this is this is fucking. And I freaky. saw what you did, and you better go clean that up before your wife comes home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I probably should. No, but. Oh dear. Have we skipped? Oh shit! I lost my place in the script. Oh no! It's a bad miss. <laughs> 108.5. It's all getting rather sad, and, and uh, yeah, I wondered how far to take it with this. Was, uh, there was about a page and a half here cut out quite last minute of just sort of, um, you know, Steph getting closer and closer to death and, and brain damage, and I was like, oh, right. how, how close do well, I take this? They've kind of sorted out what it is and what they need to do, and so it's just a matter, it's that point of, okay, will it actually work? So you get that point where the body reacts. And sometimes it reacts worse than when the original infection happens. And way to go, Kim. Um, you tell her. Yeah, this, this is the great, this is a great coma. little spiel, isn't it? Yeah, I love that. It's lots of fun. Yeah, it's... It's pr it, it was just the right pitch up, and then boom. You see, normally I would have put some kind of like ridiculous music under this, like the music from from. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like the music from Thunderbirds, where they save the plane from crashing. Uh, that's like every episode. That is every episode. Yeah, there is only one plot of Thunderbirds, except for the episode with the alligators, which is strange. 
Um, I hope. I love Thunderbirds. Any permanent damage. I do too. Marionettes rock. Yes. Apart from except working with them, where apparently it's a total utter pain in the fucking ass. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I'm just gonna enjoy watching them. So sorry. Yeah, that applies to so many things in life. And it's Amy. Seriously, everyone. The person we haven't mentioned so far in this episode at all. Uh, she she's there a bit in the beginning. Is uh, Bernadette Bernadette M. Groves, who comes on board as the editor of the line in a couple of episodes' time when your good self yes. comes on. Uh, you you transition to being co-writer. Hooray! Yeah. Uh, and Bernadette becomes our editor. And I say she is a fantastic editor. It's very nice mm-hmm. to have her working with us. And she does a lovely performance in this as Nurse Joanna Green. That's right. I'm sorry. The cast list I have has to be continued. <laughs> to be cast. <laughs> to be cast. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> to be continued. Yes. TBC. TBC. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. No. I, no. Um, Bernadette does a, does a lovely role in here. She gave me a lot of takes and like varying accents, like going to quite quite a what I perceive as a Southern American accent to more neutral. And I kept her more down southern end because I thought that was made it a bit more distinctive in the role. So um, she does she does get to play the battle exposition role in this a little bit, just um, sort of you know explaining shit that's going on and a foil for Amy within the hospital because mm-hmm. I needed another voice of medical authority in there. Um, even though well, I'm I'm glad that you made it a nurse. Because it always drives me nuts when you see shows where it's the doctor coming up with everything or the doctor being and the nurse being subservient. When we all do know that, you know, 80% of the care and and study and analysis is really, you know, it does really come from the nurses doing a lot of the grunt work to help the doctor. Well, this is what Scrubs teaches me, so uh, yes. This is what my <laughs> what my oncologist nurse friend teaches me. And scrubs. Bit of a bit of a bit of an editing story. I cut the scene right at the end here, um, and I cut it after people have recorded their lines. Sorry, everyone. There weren't many lines, but there was a little bit where Paul comes up and kind of says, mm-hmm. "Oh, thank you, Cecile. Come, the do- you know, the doors open and stuff." And I, d- I just didn't work. Mm. And I don't know why, because it's a perfectly natural thing. You know, the door opens. The first thing that's going to happen is the parents are going to leg it up. But it just, it, it just didn't work in the pacing of the episode. It kind of, it, it, after that conversation between Joanna and Amy, you know, you felt that was going to continue and there was going to be, oh, you know, fucking hell, it's over. You know, I just want to go back to my office and sleep. Um, to have Paul kind of interrupt that, I thought it didn't work. So I just thought, you know, just leave it. Have Amy and Joanna... Uh, yeah, Amy and Joanna walk what? off, and clearly that would be happening in the background anyway. Yeah, if Sahi or Kitty's going to go, probably Sahi, as they hate Kitty for trashing their house, um, is going to go to them and say, <laughs> Steph's all right, come and see her. Um, so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, but it really was. It was, it was, it was an in-the-can you know, in edit. Um, it was pretty much ready to be done. I just listened to the episode a few times and just thought it didn't work. It was a good choice. It was a good choice. Yeah. I mean, it has... It, if for this, the way the story needed, kind of needed to finish being carved and smooth to to get to an end. I think it was a good because hmm. it felt like a bit of a stutter. You know? It's rare I do that because I do sort of feel you know you've written the words and people have spent time to record them, so you just kind of include it. But sometimes you write something and it just doesn't work on the show. Well, yeah. Once you actually hear it and put it in place, 
that you know that's I, I there are movies that have been rewritten in the can. Oh, of course, you know, um, on the editing table. Yeah, so I mean, it's just it's that that last point where you can really craft how you want the story to be told, and if you know those that particular scene kind of pulls it away. Yeah. It happens. I think it was an excellent decision. Oh, good. Well, I'm very glad. And here we do have the wonderful Mindy Raft. Mindy. Um, who gave me such extravagant, and I mean that in the best way, um, um, ad-libs on these lines. Um, the, the written lines are so much shorter, but I, I took almost all of them. Um because <clears throat> I felt just how all of them developed the scene so nicely. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of fun. I remember just before we had Kim yelling, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, I remember she was saying, my line, my second half of my lines are going to be a little bit late because I've got people staying and I can't yell fuck. Um, <laughs> fair enough. I, I understand that. Yeah. We, we all have that going through one time in our life or another. Yeah. Indeed. And of course, this is all the big reveal we talked about at the beginning now of, um, oh, you know, Amy's been playing around, trying to play God, as it were, under orders from the church. Um, like so many a pope in the past, or so many a, a, a cardinal in the past. Well, I'm all, I was almost trying to, and we'll come back to this in future episodes, trying to play this off as what's happening with Steph, because Steph basically has just been told by a pile of people she needs to do x y and z to save the world mm. and last episode she killed a kid who you know she was pretty sure was a demon and that resulted in the death of her granddad but she was just told to kill the kid by sahi mm-hmm. and now we have sort of amy again was under similar instructions being told that she was on god's path and that you know god needed her to kill steph and so it's sort of this you know well blind faith yeah exactly um, but to me, that was the turning point when I knew Steph. Steph was invested. She knew. She knew her play, what her role was. But is it right so that she does that? Is it right that she would, is now well, willing to just kill people on command from this woman who she hardly knows? Right. Well, they, you know, is it right for some people to kill other people because they feel that God tells them that they should? Because when you do, when you kill the the people who are against your religion, you'll die and go to a better place. Exactly. You know, it's the same thing. You know, you love everyone except for the ones that aren't like us. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, people will do bad things in the name of it's. It's just like it's just like Kevin Smith wrote. You know, the one thing that pisses Jesus off more is the shit people do in his name. We've really got to stop plugging Kevin Smith. He's getting a lot of free advertising out this show. Stupid <laughs> Kevin Smith on Smodcast.com. Oh, dear. But other podcasts with Kevin Smith are available. Now we have the rewinding of the whole episode, and the reason there's a clock ticking at the beginning is so I can show that it all goes backwards, right back to the beginning. And we get the alternative take of the phone call that we heard right at the start. Um, Still not entirely happy with that rewinding of the whole episode sound effect. And I think there might be a few things that uh, I would like to tweak on that at some point. But such is life, you know. Um, You mean when the uber awesome, when we make the movie of the line? uh, Yeah, 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 we'll tweak it then. It's time. Really? Already? (gasps) 
Who is that? That is... Who is that talking to? The lovely Michael Hudson as Bishop Francis. Oh, why is he talking to <laughs> And we bring back Josh Woodward. I want to destroy something beautiful, which I absolutely adore as a song. Um, and I think uh, fits the theme of the episode quite nicely. I get to use music again. Oh my God, I'm back in my comfort zone. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Christ. Inhale, inhale. Use your yoga, yes. breathing. In, in you go. There you go. Yay, we have music, we have rhythm. You know, music is sometimes used to pace a scene, but I, to help keep it paced up. But you did an excellent job keeping the pacing beautifully without, without even, you didn't need music. No good. I, I pretty much did that by hammering the end of every other line onto the beginning of the next one. So there was never a breathing point between anyone speaking. <laughs> There's never a point of, so, should we get coffee? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What to do, what to do. There's nothing good in the vending machine, Sahi. Oh, shut up. Tumbleweed. <laughs> yes. I was, well done, you. Well, well done, Cass. Well done, Cass. Absolutely. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Little, little voice check to the 1826 there. Yes. Um, which is always nice. Just <clears throat> point that out. Um, and that's it. That's an episode. Very nice. Well done. Well done. There was, um, yeah, there was no previously on the line at the beginning of this because I wanted to keep it contained. But also, I kind of felt like there was nothing like, you know, you're not going to come and just listen to episode seven, are you? Um, right. Also, those previously don't give much away. No. I'm not going to waste time going, and then this happened, and then that happened, and then this happened. Hang on, let me just tell you the whole story. So, once upon a time, Previous. there was a girl called Stephanie Davis. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you, we could start that with previously on the line. You should have listened to the last episode. And on we go, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, tick, tick. I know, I find the ticking of a clock very soothing and also quite sinister at the same time. You know, sometimes it's soothing, and then sometimes... No matter how small the clock and how small the tick, it can sound like the most horrid sound in the world that you just can't get out of your head, yeah, which is the beauty of, of a sound like that. Next time. Uh, next time. There's a next time? There's an episode eight? There's an episode eight. Yes. Here it is. And with, dun, dun, dun. dun. We've all episode eight. It's quite long. Um... So I hope you enjoy that. Get a sandwich and a bev. Yes, I would, I, I would get both. Yeah, sit back, turn off the lights. Sit back and Take off your pants. Because um, it's, it's very uncharacteristically long. Because, you know, our the show, which is so... <laughs> the, we, they're so short. They're so brief. I know. Yes. It's hard, you know. <laughs> Not verbose at all. No. God. We don't use a dictionary full of words every episode. Absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> Episode eight. Oh. Um, Corner. Sort of. I know that. I know, like, you know. Um, we didn't we didn't really do a Letters Corner in episode six. And we, we've, had, we've had one email um, from, as always, the wonderful Mindy Rast um, writes with such intelligence that it kind of makes me want to read. I, well, I, I basically have to. I actually owe her the prize because she got the secret word at the end of that last. Oh, one. the end of episode five. She did. Yes, she did. The magic she, word is twat. She, so, Mindy Rast, yay. you're going to win a prize. Yay. I'll, I'll, oh, I'm so sorry. I completely 
I just realized that. It's so all right. We've had a I wedding stuff to deal with, so it's cool. I've had. That's true. I had to go to England. Yeah, you had to come to England. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, yeah. So, Mindy, you're gonna win a prize. We don't know what it is yet. Em's gonna sort it out. Well done, Em. I do. <laughs> I actually have it picked out. I can. In about 15 minutes, which you won't know, you'll just get it and be like, "What?" And just listen to the. And I'll email you and let you know to listen to the. Awesome. Commentary. And you'll Excellent. <laughs> well, Mindy's written us a beautiful email uh, with a, a long discussion. Um, I am going to take it to the blog, um, okay. because I think to try and answer it here, uh, I've had to do quite a bit of reading to be able to understand some of the stuff you're talking about, because Christ, you know more than me. Um, <laughs> you should be writing this show. I should not. But yeah, come to the blog. Come to the blog, the line hq.wordpress.com. Everyone, Mindy and everyone else, and there will be a bit more discussion about this episode, about episode eight. Um, and about some of the concepts around it. Um, yes, there's lots to discuss. There's a few extra. I'll talk a bit more about sort of kind of the evolution of episode seven. Uh, a bit more about deleted scenes, and uh, also you might get a few tidbits about the 1826. Who knows? It depends how generous I'm feeling. But that's sort of a wrap for this for this one. What do you think? It is. I think it is. You know, and this. You, this isn't going to be a two and a half hour commentary. No, so no. I hope that's all right with everyone. I hope no one feels. Uh, well, you've already waited for a fucking long time sorry. to get this. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Episode eight commentary sorry. will be out on time, along with the episode. Um, uh, we won't We've suck quite been so hard. Busy, because you got married. No, we we really should mention that more because I don't think everyone's quite sucking in, and I, I'm sure everyone wants to hear even more about it. It was wonderful. There were. Bunnies and carriages and tiny little pity falls of teeny tiny little organically raised. What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing to my wedding? <laughs> Making it all shiny and Disney, and tiny little frogs jumped I'm out. I'm sorry, it was so much more awesome than Disney. It was the awesomest ever. It was best wedding ever. If uh, if any of you are listening that I know and I've been to your wedding, I love you, but I'm sorry. <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> I might post some wedding photos on the blog. Would that be really egotistical? Mm, yes, but awesome. Okay, I'm going to post some wedding photos on the blog. If I just have to make one particular reference. Okay. So usually in a wedding, all the groomsmen and the groom wear boutonnieres. But you guys went that awesome level and wore Starfleet insignia. Yes, we did. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Um, and also one of my groomspeople was a lady... Um, because yeah. I believe in equal opportunity on both sides of the Yay. aisle. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. It was people. a big, loving, happy, fun, gay wedding. We had a gay old time. We did have a gay old time. My God. We'll have a gay old time. Yeah, in e I did. every fucking sense of the word. I had a blast. You and the missus, the Mister and the missus. It just it was an absolute pleasure. It was hilariously awesome. Best speeches ever. Super yummy food. And when the robots came out and did that whole ninja thing, oh, I don't know how you guys did it. Yeah, that cost a bit. That's wow. why I'm now just sitting here in my pants because I can't actually afford clothes. Are you completely beholden to Sony now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was trying to think what Sony uh, like tagline or catchphrase or uh, marketing slogan was, but I, I don't know what it is. So, you know. Do they have one? Well, you know what? You, we'll just edit one in. So it'll... 
I know, I know, I know quite a, a few of them. You know, you know, McDonald's. I'm loving it, and and my, <laughs> Microsoft. We are evil, and uh, the United States government. You know, meh. What are you gonna do? Yeah, absolutely. That's especially with the elections we just had. The tagline should really be America. Meh. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yogurt. It's yogurt. Uh, <laughs> fiber helps you poo. L'Oreal. We, we, we oh, murder that should animals. be our next contest. What? We should have someone come up with a tagline for the line. Bloody bloody. Oh, blah. that's a genius. Okay. That's the next that's contest. That's the next contest, kids. Best the line tagline. Colon. Yes, the line colon. Fill in the blank. Whatever the fuck you like. That can be the tagline. The line. Whatever the fuck you like. <laughs> Oh, you just killed the whole... I did. God damn it. No, anyone can do better than that, and believe me, people can do better than that. Um, yes, that's the next contest. There we go. Okay. Yay! That's um, it, folks. So thank you once again to uh, the cast. Thank you to Em yes. for her wonderful editing yes. and her acting. Uh, thank you to oh. all for listening, for listening, and for waiting so long for us to babble on inanely 45 minutes, as we just have. And uh, we will see you all next month. Thank you, Chris, for you know having the the having this idea, or we wouldn't be here. We would just be talking. Yeah, that'd be fun too. But you know, no one would get to yeah. enjoy our talking. I know people enjoy our banter. Oh, yes, they do. Bless them. All right, au revoir. Come to the uh, blog. Come to the Twitter. Come to email us. Whatever you'd like, and we will see you all soon. Bye 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 bye. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. <laughs> bye. Thank <laughs> you.